gentlemen, we went over the rules in the dressing room. I want to caution you to keep this fight clean at all times, and what I say you must obey. Live from the WKOM studio in downtown Columbia, it's time to wake up and get woke. It's three dudes with a view. Let's get it all! Okay, we're back. <clears throat> Excuse me, Wednesday edition, three dudes with a view. My name is Del Kennedy. Uh, I am dude number three. Dude number two, Clayton Harris, has uh, gone to the doctor this morning. We hope he gets well soon. Dude number one, Mr. Jim York, how are you? Good morning, Delt. Another bright, brisk morning. Yeah, it's a it's a warm fall day uh, for this time of year, uh, and we we've not we're past you for a frost, aren't we, Mister York? We haven't had one yet. Yeah, we 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 had a little light one uh, a couple of weeks ago, but nothing. It's gonna get stay warm for a while, and I think we'll probably get something next week because the weather's supposed to change after this weekend. Cold yeah. front, something. Yeah, we're we're. We're due for first frost, that's for sure. It's um or past but it's, but it's pretty chilly in the house. Pretty chilly in court too. Yeah, yeah. It's been uh <laughs> chilly in court. What are we talking about? What are you about, in Michelle? court for, Jim? You're talking about all these folks this this pleading guilty that was on your immaculate team. Well, I don't don't believe everything you read. Started off with 19, now we down to 15. Don't believe everything pleading, you read. Pleading guilty. And the main man, chief of staff, uh, said, I want some his attorney, his attorney I'm going to tell don't, you what's going his, on. His attorney said this morning, don't believe everything you read on the spin of it. So we'll wait and see. Okay. Regular special guest, Debbie mm. Matthews. How you doing? So good to be here. Good morning, everybody. And I'm going to tell you. I'm beginning to see why we flip those clocks back, because when it's 7 o'clock and still dark outside, it's hard to want to get up. You know what I'm saying? Do you notice how dark it is, how late it is? Yeah. Dark? Yeah. When does the clocks go back? Is that the – I think that's this coming weekend, isn't it? The 7th? Is that right, Mike? From what I understand, it's uh, beginning of uh, – it's first week in November. We're first weekend of November. First, I think so. So I think the first is a Tuesday. Yeah, they keep right? pushing. They keep pushing it back mm-hmm. and pushing mm-hmm. it back. One of these days, it's going to push it out. Yeah, but so. the problem is, is these poor kids on say, waiting for a school bus at six a.m. They keep getting hit. Well, you got your choice. You can either uh, do it, in, you know, get in the, the dark morning. time in the morning, or right. you lose dark time in the evening. You know, the evening uh, personally mm-hmm. with stuff that I do mm-hmm. in the afternoons and stuff. I'd rather have the daylight in the in the, the afternoon. afternoon. What yeah. I have a I have a proposal. What if we split it thirty minutes and forget it? Then you make everybody mad. Why? Huh? Why? I mean, you're just going to split it, go back thirty minutes, and then leave it forever. Yeah, yeah. I, we've, we I've can tried. Do that. I, we, we've we've tried that in other organizations I've been in, and the people that wanted it early got mad. The people that wanted it late got mad. So you made everybody mad. I say we split it thirty <laughs> minutes and then just leave it. Oh, maybe. Well, you can't please everybody. That's 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 well, going to be I the bottom line. I think that's a great compromise. Well, the fact is, the days are getting shorter. and will continue to get shorter right. until the was it the uh, winter solstice, which mm-hmm. is about the twenty December twenty second of twenty first. Yeah. So days going to get keep getting shorter. We're going to have less daylight until the twenty first, and then we'll start having longer days. Okay. Well, I, you know, Mister York, you bring up. All this, you know, I mean, 
the reason I'm reluctant to talk about it is that, you know, we are in a position now in this country where, you know, we are using the courts to persecute and prosecute political opponents. And it's the Democrats who are doing it. And uh, it's, you know, that that really is an attack on democracy. And, and, and more importantly, what we're seeing is prosecutions that I just never thought were even possible or could happen in this country because people have an opinion, and primarily that opinion being that the uh, uh, elections of 2020 were stolen. And there's, you know, you already start yammering no evidence. There is plenty of evidence, plenty of evidence of voter fraud Massive voter fraud in the 2020 election. Now, you can have some people. Why didn't you present it to the group that was making the presentation if you got evidence, Dell? Uh, Mr. York, <laughs> that's just a spurious argument. I mean, the, well, I mean, I mean, you know, if people say if you've been in the court system all your life, when somebody says I'm I'm guilty, you take their word for it, and you do. Whatever the court system allows you wow. to do. Oh, so, people, so a young man, a young, guilty. a young man being accused of something guilty. and offered a plea deal, then he's guilty because he's offered a plea well, deal. I, I'm not going to get into all that. What what we're seeing though is our prosecution every day to regular people. Debbie. They are succeeding with prosecutions based on what somebody's opinion is and what they say. No, no. Well, yes, let me, they are. There was a, there's and, a Twitter and that video. That is dangerous. That's the end of democracy as we've known right. it. There's a Twitter uh, video going. There's a twenty Twitter video going around that has all the people in 2016 from Hillary Clinton on down saying the election was stolen and it was rigged uh, and blah blah blah. About I want Clinton. I want those people subpoenaed because they spoke an opinion in 2016. You know, and, if that's what's going to happen. And I'll give you an example. I'll give you an example. I mean, one one of these uh, uh, folks, you you know, has pled guilty to. Uh, in essence, to a fraud charge where he had an, an alternate state of electors from Georgia that he wished to present to the Congress. And he's been prosecuted and apparently pled guilty uh, to uh, putting forth that alternate state of electors. Folks, you go back almost every election back to the beginning of this country, there have been alternate slates of electors submitted uh, what is it the counting date is That's always right. on right. the first something in january right, right. when the electoral the, the right the u.s congress becomes after the presidential election every four years the united states congress becomes the electoral college um and the by the senate and the house meet as a body to uh, accept or reject the various electors uh propounded by the the states of the union right and so this fellow down in Georgia did as he's a lawyer in Georgia did as uh, has been done uh, over and over and over throughout history. Almost every election since George Washington, uh, he proposes an alternate state of electors saying that those electors represent the true vote in Georgia based on his belief that the Georgia vote was uh, stolen. And. You know, there is a, a, a con, you know, and, and nobody's ever been prosecuted for uh, an alternate state of electors. Right. I think the state of Tennessee in 1876 
Uh, there were three different slates of electors that were proposed in that race. That's Would, right. Who was in that? Harrison? And, uh, uh, wasn't Cleveland, uh, was it? I Google it up. Yeah, but, uh, but you're, exa- I mean, but you're that, exactly in, right. In yeah. 1960, there were alternate states of electors. And in 2016, when Trump was elected, the loony left just went crazy. Instead of alternate states of electors, they called every elector, uh, elected elector up in between the election and the time the Electrical College uh, uh, met. They mm-hmm. called every elector up all around the country, the Trump electors, and tried to get them to change their votes exactly. saying that Trump was dangerous. This is just good old American politics. Yeah. And they're, the, when you have alternate electors, the, the Constitution has a remedy for that. The remedy is the Electrical College meets, and they accept or reject the electors, you know, and then and that's exactly what happened, you know, and that's well, our constant- that is all that well, happened. Yeah, you can put all lipstick on that pig that you want to. The and you can spin it as propaganda, Jim, all you want to. You can have a truckload of lipstick and put on that pig. It's still going to be a pig. Well, this yeah. is speech, though. I mean, the—, the right. Congress you know, did not accept this guy's electors. Right. Well, on top of the that, the system worked. You there's know? a state. That's con- the way it works. The, the Congress meets and they decide which electors. And in this case, you know, the system worked the way it was supposed to. And Joe Biden was elected. The Congress meets. And if the, if they decide that the slate of electors from Tennessee or whoever is is not appropriate. Now, the. You know, the role of the vice president in that has not ever been fully settled. You know, some thought that the vice president had the power to reject electors. I think the better view is, but again, this is a matter of opinion. I think the better view is that uh, that the the vice president presides over the electoral, electoral college, but to actually uh, reject or accept a uh the power to reject or the better view is the power to accept or reject uh, any elector or electors is with a full vote of the House and Senate. Uh, Sixty and, courts decided, Bill. Sixty courts. It doesn't make any difference. The courts York. don't get involved. Oh, it don't in make poli- any they don't get involved now. in politics. None of them ever got to yeah. the merits. And and you couldn't. You know, I I can go in. I can go into any court and demonstrate that the possibility of uh, the number of votes coming in between 1 a.m. and 5 a.m. is less than 1% and a statistical impossibility. That doesn't make a court case. That doesn't overturn an election in court. But it did happen, and it has happened. Uh, and so that's, you know, Aren't that, the provisions that old mantra is garbage, and the, the whole country knows it, Mr. York. You know, well, these people are saying they're not going to fight the court case. If they were innocent, they wouldn't even be there. And they've said we are guilty. That's the thing you should oh, heard many oh, times no, in court. Listen, Jim, when, oh, you've heard I, many I, times I, in court that oh, defendants say I'm uh, guilty, and when you say you I'm just, guilty, the courts take on. You just said presume guilty until found innocent. That's Mr. right. I, I didn't That's say right. presume yes, guilty. They yes, said they were did. guilty. That's why they asking yes, for So here, here's the squillion this is dollar where question. We're in. We are prosecuting people for their beliefs. Right. For their speech, no, no, for their no, political yes. positions, yes, it is. No, and that no. is what's going Jim, on in this. They county. wouldn't even be in court if that's what all it was. No, Jim. <laughs> yeah, Jim, the sheriff I, wouldn't have brought me, the sheriff me. wouldn't have brought him up here unless he's guilty that's of something. Right. Listen, they tried the question, to deceive Americans no. and made all kind of inroads and 
defacing legislators and, and bringing false slates of electors. They did not have the proper authority to do what they were Jim, doing. They were a bunch of frauds. I have two. I have two people. statements I want to you say about this, Jim. Send your money, Jim. To them. That's Jim, all right with Jim, me. listen to me. Alternate if, slates of electors have been that's, proposed that's throughout American history. That's a procedure set forth in each state and the federal government on how to handle elections. But I have two things to say. One is if Trump was not running for reelection. None of this would be happening. Not one case, not one thing, one indictment would be brought up if Trump was not running for re-election. And that's a fact. And number two, number number two, this was three years ago. So ask me why this stuff wasn't prosecuted in 2021. Why is it waiting to the last minute to interfere with the upcoming presidential election? Those are the two things. Uh, No, 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 no. We have we have a president interfering with an upcoming presidential election, and that is sabotage and corruption. You got a past president affecting with the House of Representatives, too. Telling what? them who to vote for and who not to let the speaker be. Listen, you know? Tom, ever, everybody knows he was a never-Trumper. He wanted to abolish the Electoral College. Nobody wanted Tom Emmer. Nobody wanted him, Jim. You, you, you extreme right-wing folks no, don't want it. No, he is moderate, a never-Trumper. He is a never-Trumper. And he wanted to abolish the Electoral College, just like Hillary Clinton. So, no, he's not a Republican. If y'all, y'all had any moxie, you would partner up with the Democrats and put a good man in as the Speaker of the House. How did y'all get oh off on this? I mean, oh, my gosh. Gee. If Trump was not running for re-election, you would not be having any of this going on Who and wasting taxpayer money. It is, it is interference in the election by the federal government. And everybody should be held accountable, and I hope they will be. Y'all can get sidetracked fast. That's why they're guilty. Nope. They're guilty. Mm-mm. We'll see. These are political. Give me a plea deal. How many plea deals did you do in your lifetime, you know, we, approximately? We, we've just gotten a, you know, political prisoners. Uh, we made a deal with Venezuela to get political prisoners who are Americans released. Maybe Venezuela could make a deal with the United <laughs> States to get political yes. prisoners here released. That uh, American political prisoners. All right, political prisoners. They are criminals. They're political prisoners. Yes. They're criminals. They are. When they're getting their due, they're just. By. By the courts. Visit your local Buick and GMC dealership first for new or pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs. Parks Motor Sales. At Parks, professional sales staff makes shopping easy. Buick and GMC financing can put you in the vehicle you want. And certified technicians keep vehicles running great. Experience the new Buick at Parks Motor Sales. Go online to parksmotorsales.com. Find your favorite vehicle. Then stop by Parks at 919 Nashville Highway for a test drive. Parks GMC. We are professional. Hello, I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. You may have heard our previous commercials about compression hosiery that we carry at Holland's Pharmacy. Well, we've recently expanded into a full line of knee braces, back, wrist, ankle, and other support wear. We will gladly help you get just the right fit for these items and, of course, special order items to ensure the proper fit. Come see us at Holland's Pharmacy, 1608 Hatcher Lane, or call us at 931-388-4233. 388-4233. 
Hi, this is Steve, the garbage man. Y'all have heard me talk in the past about Packer, our mascot dog. Well, I have some sad news about Packer. She recently crossed over the Rainbow Bridge to join our other beloved pets of the past. Packer lived out her final days on our farm in Water Valley. She had a great 14 years of life after being rescued by Don from being thrown away as a pup in someone's garbage. Rest in peace, Packer. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the drywall that somehow isn't. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. Hi, this is Dr. Tui from the Dr. Gill Center. Has your back been bothering you for years? Can't play golf? Pick up the grandkids? Garden or exercise? Tried everything and nothing works? Call the Dr. Gill Center. We have successfully helped tens of thousands of patients in Middle Tennessee, and you could be next. Call 615-880-9774 and ask about our $49 special. That's 615-880-9774. Because back pain doesn't need to be a way of life. Call me, painfree.com. For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. More high quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. Hello, my name is Connor Mims. My wife Bradley and I live in Columbia, Tennessee in Riverside. I am a deck and porch builder and my wife is a second grade teacher at Riverside Elementary. My specialty is designing and building elegant and comfortable porches and decks. Let me work with you to design and build the porch or deck of your dreams. Give us a call today from our website, MimsModernLandscape.com. That's MimsModernLandscape.com and check out what we have to offer. Thanks. Hey, this is Seth Moss at Tennessee Valley Equipment, a premier FAE Prime Tech, Bandit, and Shurex dealer. We are your dealer for all of your land clearing and forestry mulching needs. We sell equipment, provide repair service, and parts along with a rental fleet of mulching equipment. We also offer mulching teeth, blades, and sharpening. Our number one priority is getting you up and running as quickly and affordable as possible. Tennessee Valley is located at 300 Santa Fe Pike in wonderful Columbia, Tennessee. Stop by or give us a call today at 931-981-9812. The generations that have paved the way for us deserve respect, integrity, and compassion. This is Kelly Dobson, owner of Caring Hearts Home Healthcare. My grandmother and mother started this business in 2005, and I was honored to take over in 2012. Licensed and insured, we help our aging community stay in the comfort of their own homes. Online at caringheartshomehealthcarellc.com, by phone 931-381-5470, or in person at 1121 Trotwood Avenue here in Columbia. That's Caring Hearts Home Healthcare. Farmer Johnny here, Taylor Family Farm. I'm going to give you all a little look-see. We raise 100% non-GMO, grass-fed beef, pasture chicken, and pork on our family farm. Everything that we grow is raised with love and care to ensure the highest quality and nutrition for our family and customers. You can shop online at taylorfamilyfarmtn.com or visit our farm store in person at Etheridge, Tennessee at 301 Dave Reisner Road. That's taylorfamilyfarmtn.com for more information.
All right, we're back. Three dudes with a view. I'm dude number three. I'm Del Kennedy. Dude number two, Clayton Harris, has gone to the doctor, and we hope he gets well soon. Dude number one, Mr. Jim York, how are you? Good morning, Del. Good morning. Before I forget it, I want to uh, thank Mike and the ladies from the Quilts of Valor, uh, his his wife, uh, Teresa, Miss Cook, Miss Moss. They made a presentation Saturday to several veterans at the uh, Southgate Church. Mike was a videographer. He didn't do much. But anyway, they continued to do their duty for Vietnam veterans. And uh, I had recommended the gentleman by the name of Charles McFalls. He was a, a chief in the Navy and uh, was a Vietnam veteran. And there were several others uh, that were Vietnam veterans. And uh, so thank I want to publicly thank them for continuing to do the work to recognize veterans as well as the Vietnam veterans. And uh Miss Miss uh, Lyle and Miss Cook, Miss Moss, they do an outstanding job. Actually, it's Miss Johnson instead of Miss Johnson. Yeah, okay, Miss Johnson. I'm sorry. And so that's fine. But uh, those ladies do it. It's a labor of love for them. Uh, they they are thrilled that they are able to do that. Um, it, it's part of a a bigger organization uh, called the Quilts of Valor. It's a national group to, through the and Ladies I, Auxiliary of the American Legion. Isn't so. that awesome? Right. And, so and my understanding, they make quilts, and they their aim is to give one to every American veteran. That is the goal. Uh, they are uh, admittedly con- trying to concentrate on uh, trying to get the, the Vietnam vets. Uh, they're because I guess they're they're kind of the oldest group still around we still have a couple of that i think they they've given to a couple of world war ii vets as well but uh they 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 love doing it and they 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 are so excited when they get the chance to do it uh, i think they've got it uh november uh, 11th i believe uh they've got another uh, giving event uh starting uh at, at the uh, factory that's and, awesome and so uh uh we appreciate you know and speaking on behalf of them i'm 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 just the I'm the mule. I, I get to carry stuff around and take pictures. But uh, uh, they, uh, uh, on behalf of these ladies and stuff, we thank you for 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 your your acknowledgement there, James, and and uh, we thank everybody that they get the quilts to for their service. Uh, they, yeah. Really, the the quilts is really a, a very small token of our appreciation, but it's it's something that these ladies put their hearts into. That's right. Yeah, the most senior person I know I know personally was Mr. Whiteside out in Hampshire. He's 101 years old yeah. and received one. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, they were so, so excited awesome. they could get one to him, uh, you know, and, and was able to get one to him on that with that, that situation. I love That's that. That's amazing. All right, Debbie Matthews, I've not introduced you yet this segment. <laughs> How you doing? Good morning. If, if I can, I want to give a special shout-out to my husband, Jason Matthews. Um, He's been dealing with his mom in North Carolina, but while we were there, we got a call that two of his songs have scored a next platinum level, and so he's receiving two awards tonight at the Country Music Hall of Fame. The single that was written in Columbia, and we always say it's a Columbia product, was the most performed song in 2006 by Billy Currington called Must Be Doing Something Right, and the single itself, the album's gone multi-platinum several times, but the single itself has gone triple platinum, so he's getting that tonight, and a song called breakdown here by julie roberts the single itself went gold so he's getting he's getting two plaques tonight i'm thrilled for him uh congratulations yes he's he's truly man i'm i married him so i could hear him sing in the shower because i met he's an exceptional talent you know the songwriters are the true artist and uh 
uh, he deserves it. And we're excited about being with our music family tonight and everybody receiving their awards and dressing up. And then in the morning, I have to catch a flight because tomorrow's my birthday. All right. Happy birthday. Uh, Happy early birthday. My hip is telling me I am my age. That's for sure. I had to change seats in here because the other one was hurting me. So, But um, I'm going to Mar-a-Lago tomorrow for a fundraiser for President Trump. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) It's going to be fun. You going to get any secret papers? I'll look for them, Jim. And I'll call in on the WKOM mic if I find one. How about that? Don't text me anything. I don't want to see them. (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm sending them to you first with a drop file, an airdrop file. I will not open. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Jim. That's awesome. All right. The uh, folks at the next break, I'm going to give a call to uh, Derby Jones, who is the publisher of the Williamson Herald. Uh, Yesterday in Franklin, a election for mayor between Dr. Ken Moore and a Gabriel Hansen was held. Dr. Moore defeated Gabriel Hansen soundly. I mean, I think like 80, 20, something 70, like that. I think it was, yeah. Um, but Derby Jones's offices were vandalized last weekend. They, uh, let's see, they, uh, they, uh, brought printouts of so-called leftist journalist propaganda and glued them to the side of the building in Franklin to the side of the Williamson Herald, staple them on the pillars, that kind of thing. Uh, and uh, and apparently these folks were Hanson supporters. wonder why they attacked the paper. Uh, freedom of speech, Del. Freedom of speech. Well. So much for that. Uh, they, well, I thought I thought you weren't. Pro freedom of speech, Jim. I'm always from freedom of speech. Okay. Yeah, right. And that's what <laughs> that's what news media is supposed to be doing. But when you got extremist groups trying to deny that, oh. they need to be locked up. Okay. Well, you know, Derby Jones is uh, folks is a friend. He's uh, both of both he and I come from uh, generational newspaper families. <laughs> And uh, his granddad used to own and run the uh, paper up in Kingsport, Tennessee. Uh, so we're 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 used to the to the tumble rough and tumbles of local media. Mm-hmm. Where I mean, things like this happen, and if you really, if things like this don't happen, you're not doing your job. That's right. But they were uh, reporting on Hanson. I understand they run a couple of stories about Hanson. One of them. Uh, where she'd apparently had a uh, 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 some type of a prostitution-related arrest when she yeah. lived in Texas in the Dallas, 90s. supposedly. And then uh-huh. another, uh, and it, it's not clear what connection, if any, uh, was between Hanson and this group, but uh, uh, it's reported that— Extremist a, group. Del, I don't think she had truth. any— of, Extremist group. Well, she they, said it's she reported, didn't have, it reported yeah. it was some kind of Nazi white supremacist, supremacist group that would apparently—Miss York, you may know better than I— it would apparently show up at her rallies or whatnot. Yeah. But she— Yeah, did, they were bodyguards at the rallies, and uh, she denied. And whenever someone would try to ask her some questions about it, she denied. But they were showing she, up. She uh, denied that she'd invited them or knew well, them or had anything she, to do with them. Why right? would she do that to sabotage her own event? I mean, come on. This is she's running for mayor. Why would she do that? Well, the whole thing was pretty strange. I mean, why would she? Seriously, let's let's just 
Why would a candidate that's running for a serious position in Williamson County for mayor risk money and treasure and time to have some crazy show up at her event and then somebody say she's invited them? That is the most insane thought process I've ever that's heard in my life. That's not insane. That is insane. insane. Well, they I, might I have shown up on their Debbie own. Here. Why would you just well, shoot she, yourself in the foot like that? No, I mean. Well, I, they thought they had a stronghold in Franklin. Franklin is a very, very conservative, well, extreme, Franklin, and there's well, not extreme conservative at all. In Franklin. Her no. brand of conservatism went down 70, 30 last yep, night. Yep, it went down. Well, a lot of that probably came from these the business, news the articles. economy in Franklin. They're looking at the economy mm. in Franklin, and they want it to stay good. Listen. Well, I mean, Franklin rejected this point of view soundly and dr kenmore won re-election yes and, and kenmore was going to run win re-election regardless because he's done a fine job he's well loved in the community and any incumbent would have lost but i i'm i'm just saying the political environment whatever this spin is on this woman what's right or what's wrong this is how politics is now and if you're a conservative they're going to try to paint you with these broad brushes I mean, but that doesn't make even stupid sense to say she invited something that's going to lose her the election. That is the dumbest thing well, I've ever heard. She never denied any of their involvement, <laughs> Debbie. Never denied. Yes, it. she did. I'm sure uh, she maybe, did. I don't know, but, I, but Debbie, you know, took it, maybe she just really is that dumb. Maybe, uh, but she's I, a developer, from maybe, what I understand, right? Uh, maybe she well, really developers is. Developers don't have to be smart. Yeah. Well, I'm just saying, Jim. I'm just saying. Who it's knows? A, but apparently, apparently, these people, you know. Just, just for the fact that the Williamson Herald ran the story, uh, you know, ran the story about the uh, uh, alleged uh, prostitution-related arrest down in Texas in the '90s, ran the story about you know this uh, white supremacist Nazi neo-Nazi group allegedly uh, showing up at her rallies. The Williamson Herald ran the story, and so. You know, well, you, yeah. you, you have to assume it's Hanson supporters of well, some type came and vandalized the Williamson Herald offices. I am now, not, and I'm not saying anything one way or the other. And well, Darby's a great publisher, but I am saying that I have not gotten calls from papers, or they call late, late, late at night to get a, a statement. You miss it. They run a, they run an article without having the full information, and it's always tilted for clickbait. So I just want to reserve judgment and pause and just say, what truly makes common sense in this thing? Or, you know, maybe people felt like that they were slanting the news against the competitor in the paper and wanted Kenmore. I don't know. But no, let's no, just reserve. The, the voters have spoken, Debbie. Yes, they have. Here, no, that, as they should. The, and this was probably what it was going to turn out anyway, vote, Jim. The voters spoke loud. And folks, many of you know Dr. Kenmore. He practiced medicine yes. here in Columbia for years. Yes. Uh, well loved. He's, he's well respected. Uh, and uh, he's served a term by all accounts. I mean, he's a. He is uh, a conservative Republican yes. type, but a, a man of common sense, uh, not not of extreme. No, he's a level pebble. I always call him. Yeah, you know, level Dr. pebble. Moore. He's a, a level pebble, and people good, like that's that. That's a good phrase. Yes, uh, yes. Debbie. And yeah. I think that the the percentage would f- have fallen the same amount whether one thing was written about this woman or not. And so, anyway, that's that's my two cents. So we just have to sort of cut through all the crap. All the all the things that are happening in the political environment. Yeah, I mean, my Republican friends up in Williamson County are sort of, you know, they're sort of they're sort of aghast by Hanson and those who travel sure. with her. They sure they don't uh, really see her as an asset no, to the party at right, all. Right, absolutely. But uh, um, 
But whatever she is, I'm sure it was spun even worse than it was. So, you know, I don't know the lady. And I did. I would have – Ken is – I know him. I knew him when I was on the city council. We just it, – it was a, a slam oh, yeah. dunk for him. And so At some point, it, it was reported that the, some of the Hanson supporters accused Ken Moore as being affiliated with Antifa. <laughs> <laughs> of course they did. That is In the political – That is the political <laughs> climate right now. Like I said, we – this community knows Ken Moore. I mean, no, Antifa, no, it no. It is – that is that, the playbook that, by, of both sides. That's not happening with Ken Moore, no. But we, we laugh that off that Ken Moore was said – that he was that, but somehow we're taking seriously these accusations for the opponent. We have to be our own level pebble for both things, you know. So, again, I don't know the lady. I, I'm I'm a Ken for Kenmore fan, and they've got him again as mayor. They are lucky, and I hope they grow wisely as Williamson County should. All right, we're going to take a break here in a minute. I'm going to get Derby Jones on the phone, and uh, we'll. Uh We'll um, we'll get some more. Hear his story. Yeah, <laughs> we'll, get, we'll get the rest of the story. This is Barry Duke, and you're listening to 101.7 WKOM Columbia. Celebrate you with a new vehicle from Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia. We have a huge selection of new vehicles waiting for you. We're talking cars, trucks, and SUVs. And if you're in the business of selling your vehicle, we've got you covered. We'll buy from you even if you don't buy from us. At Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia, we're locally owned and operated and proud to serve our community as the largest CDJR dealership in Tennessee. Find your new ride today when you visit Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia. Hello, this is Terry Tillis from Tillis Jewelry. Mark your calendar for our annual estate and antique event November 3rd and 4th. Explore jewelry from Victorian, Art Deco, and Retro Eras. Each piece is unique window into history. With a dazzling inventory worth millions of dollars, you'll find a treasure that suits your budget. Bring a friend, take a stroll through history. Who knows, you might just find the perfect piece to take home. Don't miss out on this grand event. Join us November 3rd and 4th at Tillis Jewelry. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole barn. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. Have you been putting off maintenance and repairs around your home. This month, Hiller is making it cheaper than ever to get your fall to-do list done. Take advantage of half off your heating tune-up and make sure your family is warm all winter long. And for just $99, Hiller's trusted pros will clear your slower clogged drain. Don't wait until your home's little problems become big ones. Visit HappyHiller.com today to schedule. Happy you'll be or the service is free. Call the Happy Face Truck today. This is Mark Curry at the Trailer Store. We are a local, family-owned business, 
Every day, I work with my wife, Susie, my mother, Becky, and my son, Justin. We offer a full line of lawnmower trailers, utility trailers, stock trailers, and a full line of trailer parts. We also offer service. Come see us at 1021 New Lewisburg Highway. Call us at 931-381-2795. That's 931-381-2795. Do you have trees that need trimming or removed? Do you have stumps that you want ground? A1 Tree Removal is a family-owned and operated business local to Columbia and Lewisburg and servicing surrounding Middle Tennessee. They are licensed and insured and provide free estimates. No job is too big. No tree is too small. Give old Luke a call or text Luke at 931-359-3113. Or you can check them out on Facebook and tell A1 Tree Removal that you heard this ad on the radio. If you love America, you will love A1 Tree Removal. This is Delk Kennedy, owner of Kennedy Broadcasting Company, operator of WKRM, historically 1340 AM, now 103.7 FM, and WKOM, 101.7 FM. We call ourselves Front Porch Radio, and I've said many times what that means. It means that we are working to connect this southern Middle Tennessee community, one listener, one relationship at a time. And let me elaborate on what that means. In this community, we will relentlessly promote jobs, commerce, business, industry, education, arts, green space, music, rivers, the great outdoors, healthcare, churches, charities, sports, and all the great people of Southern Middle Tennessee. Join us, help us, call us. Front Porch Radio, Delk Kennedy, thank you for listening. We have uh, Derby Jones with us. Derby, you there? Derby, you on? Derby, we're trying to get you hooked up if you can hear us. We got cords galore. You know how it is. Can you hear me? Derby, you there? There he is. There he is. All right. Derby Jones, folks, publisher of the Williamson County Harold, uh, Derby, where you're on three dudes with a view. I'm dude number three. I'm Del Kennedy. Dude number two, Clayton Harris is uh, out sick. We hope he gets well soon. Dude number one, Mr. Jim York, how are you? Good morning, Del. Good morning, everybody. Good morning, Derby. Great. A little tired, but good. All right. And, uh, uh, and the uh, uh, regular special guest, uh, Debbie Matthews, is with us as good well. Good morning. Derby. So good to be here, guys. Good to hear from you, Derby. All right, Derby, you are the publisher of the Williamson Herald. Uh, I guess let's start. You had an election for uh, City Mayor Franklin yesterday. What happened? Yes, we had a city. It was Boma. So we actually had uh, four aldermen at large positions running as well as the mayor. And it was an overwhelming victory for the incumbents and an overwhelming victory for another candidate named Greg Caesar who ran for alderman. Gabrielle Hansen's open at large seat because she chose to run for mayor. And it was about an 80 20 uh, victory. Uh, it was quite impressive. I'll just say that. Yeah. And um, 
Darby, you, you, I guess you do know. I mean, Dr. Ken Moore, who won a re-election for mayor uh, last night in Franklin, is well-known here in Murray County. He practiced medicine here for years. He's uh, well, well-known well and liked. It. As as Debbie says, he's known as a level pebble, just yeah. a, a good, uh, common-sense, pragmatic kind of guy. He's yeah. a lovely human being. Yeah. He is. Yeah. And, uh, but now... Gabrielle Hansen caused a little stir up there, did she not? Oh my gosh, she's been in the news uh, almost daily on on Channel Five. I mean, I Phil Williams has really had had plenty of material to work with. It, you know, it kind of started, you know, after she announced she was running for mayor. Um, she really kind of honed in on several votes that you know and as, as the mayor of franklin you'd only you only vote if there's a tie and the this and this will go back to probably first the year when the uh, pride festival gay pride festival was applying for a permit for their annual uh gay pride festival at harlandsdale park in franklin um there was some controversy over last, the previous year where there was a drag show. Uh, people uh, had families there. They, you know, there was a lot of, uh, you know, improper things going on, I guess, that uh, were not part of the, uh, you know, weren't supposed to be there. Right? Let's just say that. And that created a quite a controversy when they came back uh, before BOMA to get that permit. And it, and it turned into, it really kind of turned into, uh, how do you say, I guess a culture war, so to speak, um, at the meetings. And, uh, ultimately when they had to vote for the festival, Ken Moore had to break the tie. He voted for it, but he also made some very stern declarations about how they need to act and, and behave. And he would never grant them another permit if they, if they deviated from that. So. From that point on, it was it was gloves off. It was gloves off of Gabrielle Hansen and uh, going after Ken Moore and his record. And, and it, it's been an interesting political season, let me just say. Hey, Derby, she served on the as an alderman. How long had she served on the uh, the Franklin Council? She had, she's been on two years. She actually fulfilled a seat that was vacated when Pearl Bransford passed away during her term. So Gabrielle ran two years ago when the other uh, alderman seats came open, and she won uh, the alderman at large two years ago. Okay. Had any of this other stuff come up about her during that election? No, no. I, I It's funny. I worked with her on her campaign. Um, Did you like her at the time? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's interesting. I mean, she, was, she was nice. She was very professional. and. No problems at all. Now, I kind of picked up on some things as we got into the political season. I mean, you know, she was had some people let me know they didn't like the way that we covered certain things, and you know, I kind of saw I saw her feistiness come out a little bit, uh, but nothing. I never saw kind of taking this national yeah. narrative yeah. and bringing it into Franklin right. the way she has. Well, I mean, Derby, some of the things that I've heard, uh, you know, and, and we've, even though we're just next door neighbors, we've not followed it that closely down here. But the, uh, 
Uh, I've heard that some of her followers accuse Ken Moore, Dr. Moore, of being affiliated with Antifa, uh, which that, that's silly. Murray County knows that. No, it's just true. well, it's silly. It, it's it's unreal. I, it's that that one was really hilarious. To, well, to say that Ken Moore is part of Antifa. No, I mean it's the silliest thing. We've ever. we've known Ken Moore down here for. 40 years. So that, that's laughable. <laughs> well, but, and, uh, but you get those things on either extreme. You're in Antifa and BLM on one end, you're white supremacists on the other, and then it all is this is all thrown around all the time. Well, one of the other things that we heard about Channel 5 covering, and I understand the Williamson Herald provided coverage as well, is, is something about uh, Gabrielle Hansen back in the 90s when she lived in Texas, somehow being uh, charged in connection with some kind of prostitution charge. And the Williamson Herald covered that is is that the case yeah we sure did i mean it's not even like we really had to to dig it up i mean it, it kind of came i mean she actually put a statement out on her campaign facebook page before the story broke she knew it was coming uh channel five broke it we can't take credit for breaking it but we did run the story i mean she came out and and said and you talked and probably if it's still up you could go watch it she said that she was arrested for prostitution charges were promoting prostitution back in the 90s. And she said, you know, I went to college. It was very expensive. I needed a job working as a receptionist at this business. Uh, all I did was answer the phone. I took names and numbers and put them in appointment books. But I had no idea this was a call service. Now, I don't know about y'all, but if I'm working somewhere and I'm taking information over the phone and talking to the public, I'm going to probably know what business I'm in. Right. It was just a, it was a little far-fetched to say she did not know <laughs> who she was working for and what was going on. Well, see, to me, that's a lapse in judgment. How can you have somebody saying they don't know and then run your government? That's, you know. Exactly. But, yeah. And, and so at any rate, though, that's. That's the that was one story that was out there. Another story that was out there apparently is that at some of her campaign events in recent weeks, there's been a some sort of a white supremacist neo-Nazi organization attending uh, an organization she denies having any affiliation with. Is that is that the story? Actually, she is not denied having any affiliation with. Okay. Uh, I heard y'all talking about this earlier. I, I kind of wanted to be on the show at that point and interrupt. I was like, no, that's not true. I, the deal call is. Call in, man. I, call in. Um, she is a real estate agent. Uh, that's that's her job. She's a, a real estate agent. She was representing a. Uh, and y'all can y'all can look all this up. It's out there. Okay. Uh, there's a there's a store in Nashville called the Lewis country store they have made the news because they they they're they're known for putting up um interesting interesting comments on their marquee outside their store and it's usually something very political and um and i can't think of any of the the stuff they put up but i knew about lewis country store because they've made the news before it's it's Uh, it's right right leaning things they put up on their marquee Yes, very, you know, I think it was stuff like, hey, if you wear a mask, don't even think about coming in our store. This was during COVID. <laughs> you know, just stuff okay. like that. Well, you know, okay. you're, not, you're not welcome here if you okay. got a mask on, you know. So these um, people showed up at her events? Yes, I mean, here's the deal. She she represented them. They're friends of hers. She said it. I mean, she wouldn't even denounce them when, when, when asked to denounce having them there. Now, she said 
that they she didn't ask them to come, but they wanted to be there to to support her and protect her, make sure you know nothing, nobody threatened her during a political forum, which we were one of the sponsors and putting it on. I, it was you know you, I walk into the place and I'm seeing these these people and you knew they weren't locals. I mean you know you had two or three guys you know they had their tattoos all over their faces. Uh, had guys wearing uh, ski masks, kind of, but you know the ones that you pull up from the neck up, kind of covering half their face. Yeah. Sunglasses and camouflage. I mean, they just—they were just there to intimidate. Um, is is kind of what I felt. Now they they behaved fine during the forum, but after when uh, our reporter, our reporter, and other reporters tried to interview Hanson, uh, they started you know cussing out the reporters and. And uh, one of them spit on another reporter, so they were they were there to intimidate. But she's never denied that they were not part. They weren't part of. I mean, she she has come right out and said that you know she she would not denounce them uh, at all. All right, now Derby. Though after these stories were run, the story about uh, the you know the Texas arrest and the story about these folks who are. Apparently showing up in support of Hanson, that, that you know, with mask on, that kind of thing. These stories were run in the Williamson Herald. Your offices were vandalized last weekend. Tell us about that. Yeah, they, the, this this neo-Nazi group, white supremacist, whatever you, the the phrase is to refer to them. I mean, they're they're out there as white supremacists. They don't hide it. Um, when you say Lewis Country Store, do they sell things? What what is what exactly is that? It's your typical uh, family-owned country store. I think you can go in there and have lunch. It's a general store, okay. basically. But and I, they were trying to sell it, apparently. Okay. And, and Gabrielle Hansen was their uh, real estate uh, agent of record. So she's got this – she has this affiliation with, with the Lewis Country Store, which they are known to have a white supremacist uh, – it's called the Tennessee Active Club. And apparently they – operate out of the Lewis Country Store. All right, we're getting up to close uh, okay. to the end, though. Okay. Tell us what happened to your offices last weekend. Yeah, so somehow my reporter got labeled as this leftist and started getting started getting receiving threats. I mean, uh, in fact, I'm, uh, I mean, he is, he is actually still in hiding. He was going to stay in hiding until after the election. He felt that threat. They threatened him. They threatened his family. Um they then they came over to our office over the weekends with you know they printed out all this propaganda and they glued it all over our side of our building on our front door, out in front of our office and it just it just made a mess. I mean it was just you know it was purely vandalism and intimidation tactics at its best. And and I take it that this is a fairly obviously attributable to Hanson supporters. I mean, I think it's obvious. I mean, you know, obviously we don't have any proof. We don't have video cameras. But, I mean, the threats are coming from um, this Tennessee active group. I mean, they're they're not hiding. Who it. they I are. Mean, I mean, they're basically you get any a list of uh, journalists. And Tennessee Active Club's logo is on this report. So it, are, have you all filed charges? Are you fi- are you filing charges? We have not filed charges. We have definitely given all the information to the local police, all right. and and they've turned it over to the FBI. So, I, you know, I, 
Are there charges to be filed because they vandalize our office? Maybe. Maybe All right, but we've got about we've got about two minutes. Let me let me sort of cut you off, Debbie. Mm -hmm. The uh, so anyway, so the in the election yesterday, the Hanson Hanson went down eighty twenty to Ken Moore. So Franklin clearly rejected the Active Club and Hanson. Right, Uh, and. So, but Derby, do you see any of this on the far right? Is it going to accrue to the benefit of Democrats in any way in Williams County? You know, I don't know that it it will. I think it's going. What it's going to do is it's going to it's going. Right now, I feel like our local Republican Party is divided, and there's a far right faction of the Republican party. And then you have, I I would say more moderate. I don't know if that's the right word to use, but it's, it's kind of what I feel like the, the old Franklin uh, guard, I guess, if you will. There you go. Um, All right, folks, we're with Derby Jones. He's the publisher of the Williamson Herald. We're talking about the election for mayor uh, and what's going on up there. Miss York, you got the last minute. Uh, Ask a question. No, Derry, I was just wondering, did you, did you, are your staff get any threats personally? Yeah, he said one of his porters been threatened. Derby, you still there? I'm sorry, did you ask me a question? M- Miss York asked if you or your staff got threats. Uh, our, yes, reporter has. Absolutely has. And he's still in hiding. Well, best to him and safety for him, for sure. Yeah, he's he, he's young, and I kind of shrugged it off, but he took it very – I mean, he should. I mean, he should. I mean, he really has been threatened, more so than myself or my business. But uh, okay. that's just a call for We're, we're so out of here. I think you have, okay. Derby Jones, yeah, we're out of here. Derby Jones.